Good morning. Today we'll be continuing the conversation about the idea that we've been analyzing or discussing over the last two segments, which is Chassidah's calls Ratsu and Shuv, that is, desperate thirst contrasted by settled focus. Only because the conversation has moved from emotional output to energy, the energy that Hashem uses to create the world, the terminology has switched as well. Instead of Ratsu and Shuv, we're using words that describe um, energy, and those words that Chassidus uses is called Mati Veloi Mati, which literally translated means inclined and uninclined, um, or less, less, a, little bit, a little bit less literally, we can describe it as committed, committed to the job that it's doing while it remains unengaged and desperate to uh, reunite with its source and um, uninterested in doing its work. So all energy really has to take this description in order for it to do its job. But our conversation today won't really revolve around the light or the energy as much as the vessel or the place where that energy settles into to do its job. And that'll give us an understanding of the light itself as well. Now, a vessel is a place um, where there is no light until the light shines into it. The problem with that idea is that our world is created in a way that um, nothing remains unattended to. Every single creation must be constantly created by Hashem's constant interaction with it. So there isn't, it, it isn't, the vessel can't be in a situation where it was created and then it remains on its own until the light enters it and um, invigorates it. Since the vessel is a place where there is no light, the question becomes, what makes that vessel if there is no light in it? How can there be a vessel which light doesn't rest in it. It has, How can it have its own entity if it's not a place with light? The answer to that is back to our description of the light itself, and to we'll use an analogy um, about a... Uh, well, first we'll talk about the, the uh, northern hemisphere versus the southern hemisphere. Now, one is on the right and one is on the left, and that is usually typically associated with the right side being kindness and the other side being gvura. Kindness implies that there is lots of flow, that there is lots of giving. And there, uh, the other side, Gvura, implies constriction, which means there isn't much being shared. But interesting to note that the right side, which is um, the southern hemisphere, in our world doesn't really show much of a uh, population. There isn't much going on at that, on that side compared to the, compared to the northern hemisphere. Um, it wouldn't make more sense that where kindness flows, you'd have a lot more uh, growth, you'd have a lot more settlement, you'd have um, the inspiration and the influence would cause positive output. And yet we don't see that to be the case. And the reason for that is because in order for the creation or the vessel or whatever the light is invigorating to, uh, to have its own identity, the light cannot be... Um, showering it, smothering it at that time. The further the light, the, f the more space it has for itself, the less humility it needs to have, and the more an, of an identity it'll, it'll, it'll show. Take, for example, a minister of a king. When he stands in front of the king, he stands at, he stands at attention, and um, you can't really learn anything about the guard at that time, or the minister. His whole personification is that of someone who is um, honoring the king and he is just becoming the entourage of the king 
Now, when he leaves the king's side and enters his own office, if he is the minister of agriculture or whatever it is, at that point you can see his own qualities coming to, to coming to to show, and um, you can start understanding who he is and what he offers, and he can begin sharing on his own. So, and that that helps us understand that every time the light is very giving, and we're in a situation where the light is um, open and free and not constricted, there'll be a lot less growth coming from it because there'll be much more of humility from the thing that it is giving to. The, uh, the vessel would not have any identity. So therefore, in order to create something which the light can, can inspire, the light can invigorate, the energy can give life to, there has to be some, 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 some uh, conciliation where the light, at the same time where it's giving, it needs to take a step back and allow space for the one that it's giving to. And that's the idea where Mati Mati comes up. That's why the energy of Hashem, at the same time where it's giving, must also, is created in a way where it's also thirsting and not engaged. It gives its own space. It gives space to the thing with, with which it is creating. It allows for the vessel to take its own space. And that's how a vessel, which doesn't have, that's how a vessel, which uh, by default doesn't have its own light, takes place. That's why it is... That's why it's existent, because the, the, the light um, with which the vessel is created takes a step back and gives it its own space, and then the vessel has its own identity, and then um, light, additional light can come into that vessel and um, give it life. Another analogy is the way we tend to understand things. When we first get the idea, when the idea first shows up in our head, um, it's not balanced and it doesn't have... Uh, structure yet and therefore it's hard to make sense of it it's hard to because the idea is is flowing very strongly in our brain it's hard to find the space to make the letters or the the concepts that will help us make sense of what this idea will be helpful with but as soon as the idea gets contracted a little and uh, constricted and you start finding the beginning or the end or where you can make sense of this, you can start drawing parallels, you can start seeing where it applies and stuff like that because the idea isn't as, as strong in the mind anymore. So the, less, the, the, the weaker the light, the more space there would be for the vessel to develop. That's the reason why we have this multi-vale-multi in energy as well where you have this situation, this contrasting situation, where at the same time where it's energizing and focused on, on creating that vessel, at the same time it must stay unengaged. It must, stay, it must give the vessel its own space because the more the teacher engrosses uh, himself or envelops, um, well, what's the right word for this? The more the teacher is sharing with the, the student, the less the student will have his own space to develop that thought on his own. The student must be able to step away and, under, and, and have, his, have his, own brains, his own brain analyze that thought. So that's the, uh, the same idea as Ratzav Veshuv, which we were discussing in our own emotional output, is the way Hashem created the whole world in this contrasting fashion of engagement, but at the same time, um, unengagement, where the creation can develop for itself.